And good morning. Andy is taking the day off today, and in his place is going to be Luke Panic. And the reason I say is going is going to be is because uh, if you've been driving around CCO land, you know there's tons of construction. When will it end? Well, uh, the uh, another victim was Luke. He's on his way. He'll be here probably in moments. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, I wanted to, to to alert you that Luke is the deck and port specialist at Linda's Construction. That's what we want to talk about today uh, is your deck. And I've got a few things I want to tell Luke uh, that we did to our deck because uh, we've talked over the years about, uh, you know, prepping, cleaning, brightener, conditioner, sanding, stain, all that stuff. And uh, today's going to be no exception because I've been anxious to talk to Luke and uh, he he made it into the studio. <laughs> we were talking because Susan, you know, not only are, is there construction problems, parking is like crazy today. Did you find a little issue with parking? I didn't have trouble parking. Oh, at you all. didn't? Okay. Few, few few Jaguar fans in my way, but uh, uh-huh. no, I didn't have any trouble <laughs> parking. But it was Pulled the it in. was the detours that that got you. Well, yeah, thirty six was close. I was yeah. going across Roseville, yeah. and all of a sudden it said, all of a sudden I'm heading north towards Bemidji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, signage. Oops. Yeah. Well, it's Oops. good that you made it, Luke. Uh, we need you here. Uh, if you do have any kind, of, again, I want to zero in on the, on the whole the deck uh, deck issue. If you want to talk to Luke about building a deck, about cleaning a deck, about you know the different materials that people are using to build their deck, whatever the case may be, that's what we're going to talk about. Or uh, the porches too. A lot of people uh, are requesting uh, that Lindis build porches for them as well. Yeah, it's been a really busy year with porches. Has a it? lot of excitement over uh, screened-in porches and things like that for sure. All right, very good. Let me give the phone number and the text number, and we'll uh, we'll get underway. Uh, if you have any kind of a deck uh, or porch question, six five one. Nine eight nine nine two two six. Text number as usual is eight one eight zero seven. Here on the Linda's Home Improvement Show. All right, here's the deal that I wanted to tell you about. A few weeks ago, and it has been weeks, I look out the window and uh, my wife is scrubbing. She's sitting on the deck because it's a cedar floor. It's like almost twenty years old. Keep in mind, uh, and it needed uh, prep work and restaining. As you know, I use a product called Penafen. Yeah, I heard of it several years ago. And um, so I said, what are you doing? She said, I'm just, I'm going to scrub this. We we need to uh, get this underway. Long story short, not only did we, we sanded it with, between belt sanders and random orbit sanders, we sanded, because it's got two little levels to it, within an inch of its life. Because she didn't want to, and I, of course, had to chip in, uh, any square inch not covered. Because the old stain, which was worn off, mm-hmm. didn't chip or anything. We did the whole deck, and it looked, you know how the old wood looks blonde yep. when you get done sanding it? Um, and I wanted to make sure it was even so there was no cupping or anything like that. And uh, I used, again, Penafin, a different color this time. Okay. And it looks great. I think I chose the wrong color last time. Really? What? She, she chose the color this time. What was it this, called? This one, <clears throat> the one I used was Hickory. Okay. The one I used this time was uh, Mission Brown. Okay, darker. Actually, it was maybe a, a same tone. I shouldn't say the tone because I think the hickory had maybe some reddish to it. Okay, okay. <clears throat> but so this looks more... really good. This okay. is a little more brown. It looks, and it turned out great. Okay. Just great. Keep in mind, I don't have to do the railing, didn't, because yep. it's it's low maintenance. So. so you sanded it all the way back down again. This is by hand. Oh, now. my goodness. This is, not a, this is not one of those wild bull type 
random orbit status you rent like oh. I did before. Your arms look a little stronger. <laughs> I tell you. But I tell you, it really was a labor of love, but what a difference. Now, however you want to sand an old deck, it's it's really worth it. It is. The strippers and chemicals, and yeah. they just don't do the the same. What about all the screw heads and stuff? Was that were those all countersunk enough that, that you right? I ha, I did have to countersink some of those. Okay, uh, but the problem, not the problem, but the uh, the as you know, with that type of product, you you put it on relatively heavily, mm-hmm. and then you wipe it off. Yeah, sir. But the temperature, keep in mind, was ninety. Oh boy, did it really soak in? It, it soaked in, uh, but not. I wasn't. I wasn't allowing it to gel up or anything. But I tell you what, I won't do it again. Nope. I'll be calling you and Linda's and saying, put that Zuri on my deck because this, <laughs> will, this will never happen again. Well, we can have a ceremony for your, your stain brush then <laughs> and retire it and put it on the mantle. <laughs> there you go. But I had to tell you that, but how good it looked. Good. Yeah. Glad to hear that. Now, do you and Linda's, do you sand people's decks? Uh, you know, we we don't much. I don't uh, think so. You know, we, we used to try, but we're just we're too busy with actually building them that we don't have enough staff to do the staining. And um, so we typically are either replacing the deck or remodeling it. Uh, yeah. But we don't do a lot of staining. Yeah. Anyway, it's worth it. Good. All right. I'll tell you what, let's uh, go to Tom, who's calling from Anoka with a question. Go ahead, Tom. Yes, I have an old deck that hasn't been maintained for at least 15 years, 20 years, and it's got a lot of moss and stuff growing on it. I wonder what procedure I can do something to it to get something back in condition. Sure. Uh, do you know if it's um, what it's made out of? Tom? I'm sorry, cedar? It's made out of cedar. Well, it's it, if it's got moss, it first thing I would do is maybe give it a good pressure wash because you okay. need to find out how much of that wood is decayed where the where the ends of the boards are is where you want to start your uh, dental inspection and, mm-hmm. and feel if that wood is soft because with the ends of the end cuts of the cedar is where the the rot starts so that's the first thing I would do is don't don't spend any time on rotten wood you got to go through the deck and make sure anything that's soft or punky that gets removed and out of there and put in some new wood and then I would do what Denny does anytime you replace wood if you sand the whole deck you can kind of make those new boards blend into the old boards pretty well cuz it'll return it to that blonde kind of natural cedar color. So I think sanding is is real important to do. Uh which how do you sand something like this? Denny? Well, <laughs> if you if you uh you're in Anoka, right Tom, you can go to a, a rental place there. Okay. And, and they'll rent you a random, <clears throat> excuse me, a random orbit sander, a floor sander. Okay. At least that's what I had. I mean, yep. maybe the, do they still use drum sanders? You Luke? can. I, yeah. you know, the cedar's soft, so you got to be careful yeah. with the big drum walk behind sanders that they use for hardwood floors. But that actually works very, very well. And then you need some other sander to get in kind of the tight areas, right? But, uh, something that's orbital, like you said. Right. But, and uh, yeah, you will have to get into smaller areas with uh, maybe a smaller random orbit or detail type sander. But yeah, you can rent these uh, these units. They're a little heavy. Yep. Uh, and they will give you different grades of paper and a pad and uh, do that. But, again, you're going to have to do some handwork too, right, Luke? I Absolutely, mean, all the time. Yeah. And after it's sanded? Then uh, go ahead, and, and I, I would recommend Penafin uh, that uh, Denny's been talking about. You know what about. I did too, Luke what? and uh, Tom, is I put on a brightener conditioner after all that sanding. Oh, you did? And that really brought it up. Did it? Okay. Uh, yeah. Drop, brought out the grain. and Yeah. Okay. And even Even brightened it up. So I would do that, Tom. Sand, brightener conditioner, stain.
Now I've had tr- people have called me asking yeah. where to find this penafin. I I don't I'm not out there buying it every day, and we talk about it from yeah. time to time. But you you found it at an Ace Hardware store, is right. that right? Is because a lot of some places sell it. Very few places sell it, and if they do sell it, it's like one or two colors. Okay. Uh, but I found it at the uh, Ace Hardware in Chanhassen. Okay. And Deb knows that because I saw her the other day. <laughs> she said. You back for more penitent? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, but that's where they they have a pretty good selection there. I don't. I'm plugging the, that Ace Hardware store. You must get a free gallon every I do three not. years. No. What? No, no, I do not. No. No. Full disclosure, I do not. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's about uh, what fifty some bucks a gallon. Sure. I think, which is like which that. is in line with a quality yes. bucket of paint. Uh, right. I mean, you know, any for any kind of paint, that's yeah. not a bad yeah. price. Now you may good. find you as uh, Tom at at a, a lumber yard. Perhaps. Something like that. I know that Penafin has a website and has a, yes. de- a dealer locator, so you can go on the website, Tom, and, and, uh, and then uh, do a Google search and, and see if you can find a, something closer. But it's called Penafin. It starts with a P as in Paul, P-E-N-O-F-I-N. Right, Penofin. And they have yeah. different grades. They've got... That's true. They have uh, They have a... I, I, in my experience, I've used the red and the blue label can. They're, they're, they have, and the difference between the two is that they, one has a higher UV rating. Did you use the blue I or the use red? the red. Oh, the red. Yeah, the okay, red. Okay, the red has yeah. the highest UV rating. Yeah. And then they also make marine caliber... They uh, do. ...for like those antique boats, uh, teak boats, and uh, those really hardwoods like Ipe and Ironwood. What else do they call it, too? There's like an evergreen one, maybe more... That I don't. Know. I, it's a maybe it's more because uh, um, those we're talking about that I used is a rosewood oil, rosewood oil base. Yeah, base. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, Tom. Good, good luck. luck with that for sure. Susan, do we need to take a break yet? Um. All right. Let's. Uh, I tell you what. Let's. We, we we have callers in the line. I don't want to keep them waiting. Deb is calling from Ramsey with a question. Hi, Deb. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. I have a steel deck coated with PVC. It's called Diversa Deck with a lifetime warranty, but the company went kaput, and it's rusting. How do I keep it from rusting more? Well, uh, I'm not a metalworking expert, but I know that you need to get the rust off. Um, I've heard of sandblasting. Um, sanding it by hand is difficult because yeah. of its shape, and it usually has texture. Uh, but I would talk with a metalworking shop of some sort. Um, I don't know if they'll come to your house and look at it, but uh, it's a it's a difficult thing to get rid of rust. But then, obviously, you got to get back to bare metal, and you've got to prime it and put a finish coat on it, just like just like anything else. But the key is to get rid of that rust. Deb, how long has so, it been there? How old is it? Uh, Seventeen years. Okay, yeah, well, quite and a while. It, do I use a? Is there a PVC-type coating I can put on it? That I don't know. Uh, metal coatings are different than wood coatings. They're different paints that you have to use. Um, so I would talk with a, with a you know, go to a Sherwin-Williams or yeah. a, a Hirschfields and talk. You know, you need, they have products that are specifically for coating metals um, that are different than your regular vinyl or, or your regular latex paint. So take a look. Talk with, talk with an expert at a paint store about, you know, what to prime it with and what to finish coat it with. But there is stuff available for sure. I, I just don't know what it's called. And they may even know uh, someone who does some sandblasting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's definitely yeah. sandblasters around. Yeah. And that that's the way that, you know, they can come actually to your house and 
do a, a custom job yeah. of getting in all the corners and stuff that you just can't do with a piece of sandpaper. So let them do that, and then you can do the priming and painting. Yeah, right? then you can yeah. do the priming and painting, and, and you could have some confidence in it. Otherwise, I'd be I'd be worried because trying to by hand remove rust is is That's really a challenge. Tough job. Good luck, Deb, with that. Frank, you're going to be next. Hang on. And if you want to send a Luke a text, if that's easier for you, you can call him at 651-989-9226. Or again, the text number is 81807. We're talking decks today here on the Home Improvement Show on 830WCC, where the temperature reading has gone to 71. Good morning. Welcome back to this portion of our Home Improvement Show presented every week by our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S. By the way, Andy is off today. Uh, We're talking decks, decking, porches, if you like with our friend Luke Panic, who is the deck and port specialist at Linda's Construction. So if you do have that kind of a question, call it in or text it in. Again, I see a line is open if you want to fill it, 651-989-9226, or uh, send a text, 81807. Uh, where did I find this text? Where is that? The screen is jumping. Um, oh, here. What type of contractor can fix the ground heaving up underneath a deck in the winter? Mm. Have you ever had to deal with that? Yes, you can't, and you can't fix the ground, but you can fix the footing. Uh, this is a pretty common problem. Um, in, in our soils up here, there a lot of places we have uh, soil that holds moisture. So yeah. we have extreme expansion and contraction around our footings. Sometimes footings that have been just fine for years all of a sudden fail because the middle of the footing cracks and it separates and the top of the footing lifts and doesn't go back down. So what has to be done is, um, and, and our company does. I do this commonly. I get called out to do sites you? where where the, a porch or a deck has heaved up. All of a sudden, the windows don't shut oh, property because yeah. now this room is out of level, so their patio door won't close. And a lot of times they don't realize that till the winter. All of a sudden, it's cold. It's lifted up. Now the door doesn't shut all the way, and they got a bunch of frost. They can't figure it out. Well, their porch has moved or their deck has moved. So what we do is basically is we put temporary support underneath there. We lift it up. We remove the old footings, and we take them out, and we put in a new footings. It's not a fun or an easy job, but it absolutely can be done. We do it all the time. All right. Yeah. What is that kind of, was a diamond pier? Can you do that after the fact? You can. You can. Um, What we usually try to do is not put the footing right back in the same location of the old footing. Um, But so most most situations afford us to put them, like, next to them or, or just over a few feet, depending on the beam that's underneath there. But... We're usually able to do that pretty easily in most cities up here. Uh, not many don't anymore. So almost every city we can use a diamond pier, and it's a pretty quick, pretty quick and easy job. You like that system, don't you? I do. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah, we've never had one fail. All right, Luke, hang on. We have another half hour of the show to go. We're going to take a break for weather. Uh, if you have any kind of a deck question, now is your uh, chance to call or text 651-989-9226 or uh, send a text. 81807, 81807 for your text message. All right, we'll uh, take this break. We'll have a look at weather straight ahead. And welcome back to our Home Improvement Show here on 830WCCO. Luke Panic is in for Andy Lindis. We're talking decks for the most part. If you want to talk porches too, that's always welcome. Uh, you can call it in or text it in, 651-989-9226. Again, the uh, text number, and Luke, if people are finding that uh, pretty uh helpful as well. We're going to, we have a bunch of text messages, but you know, Pat in Forest Lake has not about decking, but maybe we can help Pat out. Pat, what is your question? A cement slab that's off of our deck and just quite discolored. 
we've washed it, uh, power washed it a couple of times, but we're now wondering what is the best way to treat it, maybe paint it? This is a cement slab? Yes, right off of our deck. There's an oak tree there that I think is what's staining it. Well, uh, there's there's a couple of different things you can do. One of the things that I like to do with older cement is uh, put a stain on it. Hmm. There's, a, there's a couple of choices, um, and you can go to a Semstone uh, location and uh, take a look at some options. It, there, there's two different types of stains. There's acid stains that actually acid etch the surface, uh, and then there's uh, acrylic stains that are just more of a coating. And they make it look kind of uh, weathered and antiqued, and it kind of accentuates the old cracks and deviations and uh, kind of a patinaed look. And I, I think it looks really good. And then you can put a, after you've done that, you can put a bright cure and seal over the top of it, give it a bit of a polished finish and protects it over time. Um, anywhere from browns, blacks, grays, reds, even greenish colors you can get. So there's a lot of choices there um, and can really look nice if, uh, but it's got to be clean you know uh, you got to get it really uh, it sounds like you've done that uh, but that, that's what I like to do with older concrete trying to make it a solid color and painting it to me doesn't look real good but that's what I would recommend Pat and I think you're right uh, we get a hold of our friends at Semstone C-E-M-S-T-O-N-E Semstone yep and uh, they, they're the experts they'll help you out absolutely for sure uh, this is not a deck question, uh, Luke, but uh, Texter says, I have a redwood play system that has never been redone. It's about 15 years old. How could I or would I restain it? Uh, well, redwood is no different than cedar, other than it's probably a better wood. Uh, would, would you put a brightener conditioner on it? You that? certainly you could, yeah. Could. I mean, okay. so what's on the surface is a just a thin layer of decayed wood. That's what's gray. That's what the sun is built, you know, broken down with the UV rays. So what you're trying to do is get rid of that that light gray uh, decay, and then, yeah, you can treat it with any of the stuff that we've talked about, the penifin, uh, you name it. And yeah. the brightener conditioner would work great for that. Yeah, very good. Uh, where can I, Texas says, get custom cut two-by-twos to replace some spindles on my deck uh, somewhere in the Twin Cities? Hmm. You know? That's a good question. Custom cut two by twos. Custom I suppose it would depend twos. on on what they are. Uh, I, I don't know. I, any sort of millwork uh, facility that builds cabinets and stuff could certainly have the equipment. That's to a do, thought. Yeah, yeah, a custom cabinet builder would have the equipment. A good idea. To, to, to rip down whatever lumber to an exact size. Uh, so any custom cabinet maker around here, I would think, would be able to do that. I can't think of a sawmill close by. I know of a few in Wisconsin. I know of one up near Sandstone. Uh, that that they do roughs on lumber, but I'm not I'm not I'm thinking about finished dried kiln dried wood that you can use for what you're talking about. Um, would need to be ripped down by maybe like a local cabinet maker. We always get, as you know, we have great listeners, smart listeners that uh, call up after a topic has been introduced, sure, and have uh, ideas of hey, how about this? How about that? Uh, here's a texture that says, uh, and this this is about that metal on the deck we had a caller about earlier. Okay. Rustolia makes a uh, direct to metal product. Yes. For that deck. I'm not aware of that, but you probably are. Yeah, Rustolia makes a different series of, oh, yeah. of paints that, you know, the local any box store has a Rustolia products. And again, I think that that's probably fine. I think the biggest issue is getting it back to the raw metal. 
Now, you and I were talking about this because there may be a misspelling on this text. So what are your recommended products for nine wood decking, treks, et cetera? I wonder what they want. They want to know. They obviously want to uh, ask about low maintenance decking. Yeah, and uh, typically there are coatings you can put on there. It's typically just a latex paint mm. um, that will last for about a week. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know, Unfortunately, it, just, it is true. Does not hold paint well. Yeah. Uh, I've had many people when I come out to their deck say, "Well, we've we've had this composite. It looked bad. It got moldy. We washed it, so we painted it, and now you're here." Yeah. That's right. It just doesn't seem to hold up. Let's go back to the phones. Uh, Tom in Brooklyn Park, I think, has a suggestion to offer. Oh, hey, Tom, what's your suggestion for that caller? Well, the gal had the old, say, the looking concrete. Yeah. You can get uh, your concrete sandblasted or soda blasted or some sort of media blasted. Sure. And it'll do you know way more work than any pressure washer could do because the media will take the, the layer of grit and dirt that's in the concrete, can't get out. Most of the time it's done after you've had a, uh, like a house fire or a garage fire. Uh, a friend of ours had their garage catch on fire this winter, and part of the frost to get redone was they had the entire garage blasted, and it looks like brand-new concrete. And they said they do indoor, outdoor, you know, whatever you have to, whatever concrete serve you have that's all the worn faded to clean it up and make it look brand-new again. Hmm. So soda, like actual like baking soda, is that what you're talking? It's kind of like that, or even just normal sandblasting. Because okay. if you paint it, it's just gonna, it's not gonna adhere to it, especially being outdoors. So it'll sure. just peel and fade over time. But if you blast it, you know, it takes out that super Loose thin stuff. layer more than a pressure washer can do. Sure, and it'll have look a brand new concrete. And I walked in the garage, and it was there. I thought they poured a brand new slab because it was on wow. fire, but no, they just blasted it and looks all new again. So awesome! Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Tom. Tom. I'm just thinking it's kind of like a derm appeal people have, uh, not yeah. just women. I think guys do it too, but uh, they put Take a whole new, uh, layer, new yeah. layer there. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for that uh, for that comment. Uh, let's uh, talk to Dick, who's calling from Fergus Falls, I believe. Uh, Dick, you're on uh, CCO. Good morning. Uh, good morning. We put in a new uh, deck, this <clears throat> round-treated wood. They told us to let it cure for 90 days and then to put a sealant on it. So the question is, what sealant do we put on, and how do we prep it prior to using the sealant? Well, uh, number one, just get the deck clean. So give it a wash. Uh, you can use any any cleaner that you got and make sure that the surface is, is good and dry. And on a treated deck that's 90 days, I would be cautious about any product at this point. It, it may be dry enough, depending on the sun exposure, but... Um, it, whether you get Penafin is a product that we talk about from time to time or any other product, I would try it on a, on a stair tread or an, an inconspicuous area and just see how, if it, if it soaks in, if it doesn't take the product yet, then I, then I'd wait because what happens is if it doesn't take that product, it'll get real uneven. Uh, so you want to make sure that it's dry. When that treated wood comes out, it has almost 70% moisture. No kidding. 70%, wow. yeah. And that's why we're starting to use a lot of kiln-dried treated wood because it takes, you know, they have like more like 10 15% moisture. So it has a lot of moisture, and 90 days may not be long enough. So just be cautious of that. If it's not ready, then uh, wait a little, wait another month or 60 days and see if it'll take the stain. Okay, there you go, Dick. Thank you. Good luck with that. Another thing uh, you and I have talked about, and again, read the directions of whatever product you're using as far as the stain goes, like Penafin, have lots of rags. Yep. Because you're going to need it to wipe up the excess. That's the process. Yes. I know you can do a one or two coat. I just did the one. 
you just and the wipe one. off, and it yeah. looks great. I mean, it, it's, it's definitely colored. And uh, and what do they suggest uh, after you're done with that? Put those rags in a bucket of water. I was just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I oh, fires yeah. they they start. You put mineral spirits rags in a can in the corner of your garage, and they they start spontaneous fires. They, they combustion. Come, yeah. Isn't that something? It's crazy, yeah. but it's true. It really is true. So be careful out there. Read the directions. Uh, somebody wants to know the uh, uh, price per square foot of a maintenance-free decking. With Lindis, you probably can't build one now this year, but, I mean, Lindis will come out and uh, give you a free estimate, right? Yeah, we'll come out and give a free estimate. It it, it, it really isn't done by square footage because they vary so much. Uh-huh. Every deck is, is customized depending from the height of the ground, the type of the decking, the type of the railing. You know, our, in the in the Twin Cities, the average uh, synthetic deck is around anywhere from seventeen, eighteen, up to twenty five, twenty six thousand dollars, depending on how big it is. Sure. And what a lot of people don't realize is the expense of a staircase. the The most expensive part of building a deck is almost always the steps. Hmm. They, they they are very. And so, a lot of times, do you really need a staircase? Do you use a staircase? Do you have a walkout basement? Do you, how often? You know, because the problem with a staircase, and I love. Of course, I love them, and that you have to have them on many decks. Sure. But sometimes if you don't need a staircase, it makes your deck feel a lot bigger if you don't have a stairway because it's like a hallway. You don't put anything in front of it, so it limits your furniture, the way you can, where you can put your That's grill. That's true. So if you eliminate a staircase, uh, not only does it bring the cost of the deck down, it's a lot of times more secure because uh, it's not another entrance to the home. Um, and it makes your deck feel bigger just because yeah. the floor space is, is so much more usable. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I never thought about that. Well, once in a while. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. We're going to head to a quick break. If you have a deck type of question, uh, call it in or uh, text it in. The text number as we head to this break eight one eight zero seven. In the Twin Cities, seventy one degrees. We're going for eighty seven later today. And welcome back to our home improvement show, brought to us by Linda's Construction. And speaking of the State Fair, you're going to see Linda's there if you head to the grandstand the uh, upper level of the grandstand. And Luke Panic is with us today. We're talking decks specifically today. Uh, but you're going to see, uh, if you head to Lindis's display there, I guess, Luke, probably everything. The leaf guard gutters, you see the sun tunnels, all of that stuff. You bet. Siding, roofing, you name it. Yeah. We have a little glimpse of everything, and we usually give out uh, rain gauges and uh can koozies or something. We there are some goodies always. Uh, always a goodie to be yeah. had, and, and it's good to see a lot of our customers come by and, and stop by and say hi also, so that's always fun to see. Absolutely. Uh, that Again, if Lindis is going to be located like they have been at the uh, grandstand, the upper level of the grandstand. Speaking of Lindis, and uh, uh, Luke, we know you're the deck and port specialist there. Uh, do you, Texter says, repair... Uh, on a, do repairs on a small deck, some boards. You replace boards is the question. Does Linda's do that? No, uh, not typically. We, yeah. we, we, right you now, build decks. Yeah, we do a lot of deck replacement. Um, we don't do a lot of small repairs just because we're, so, we're just so booked out at you this are. point in time with, with complete build. So we're, we're, into, we're into early summer next year with our schedule. So we're really backed up and uh, we're always willing to come out and take a look at things like that and, and give you some advice. But uh, a lot of times, if it's just a repair, people want to have it done quicker than what we can get out there. So, there's a, a text. By the way, if you want to send Luke a text, it's eight one eight zero seven, or you can call. There's a line open six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Somebody has uh, sent a text mentioning, and I haven't heard of this, and you probably have. 
a, it's a composite decking called, I believe, Fiberon? Fiberon, yeah, I've heard of that. Okay. Uh, They said tested all other top names for cleaning, scratching, visible looks. The Fiberon came out the best. I'm jumping around here. I've had it for, excuse me, three years. No maintenance at all. Looks like new. And I know... Well, Andy and I have talked, as you and I have talked about, the Zuri. What's what's the deal with this stuff? Fiberon, I, I'm not, I, I have seen it. I, I haven't used it. Um, I believe it's a, a composite uh, of some sort. It's got a mixture of uh, PVC and sawdust. I, I, I might be corrected, but um, I don't believe it's a cellular PVC. So that's probably why I've stayed away from it, but I certainly believe it's holding up well. Um, just haven't had much experience with it. And at the top of the show, uh, we were at mentioning about the, the word porch, and you said a lot of people are requesting porches built. Basically, unheated three-season porches? What, what, what's the most requested from you guys? Well, number one, they want a place that's in the shade, and they want a place that's bug-free. Bug-free, that's important. Yeah, so we use, um, th- that's the most common, and we use a, a neat product called Sunspace a lot of times that encloses these things that have... Um, floor-to-ceiling screens uh, that actually encloses with an acrylic window. Um, and then we put in a some sort of a – the only real difference on the floor is that we use a tongue-and-groove product, whether it's natural wood or if it's uh, – Azek makes a tongue-and-groove synthetic porch floor that – so because keep the bugs from coming sure, up through the floor. Right, right. You know, you, you see once in a while you see porches that have regular decking down and they have a screen – right underneath the decking. But the problem is is that stuff falls between the deck boards and, and gets caught That's in the screen. That's true. So it, and then it's impossible to clean out. So well, that we use a – that's really what's different. We use a tongue and groove product on the floor so that we don't have to worry about critters getting in there. And then uh, they're wonderful. We, we certainly do a lot of them. Do you? Yeah. Uh, here's – speaking of porches, uh, my hello, Texter says, we have a house made 1915 – that wow. has an old three-season front porch that is starting to sink into the ground. What is the process of leveling out the porch? What would you recommend? Well, it depends. A lot of these older older buildings have block walls, um, footings, and so if it's got a if it's got a frost wall of some sort, it's a it's a pretty extensive renovation. Um, if it's on posts, it's a little easier renovation. The difficult thing is that we got to be able to look how it's framed underneath there. It, it, I've seen a lot of creative framing done at that time frame, um, so it, it limits our ability. So we really have to get under there, underneath there and look at the, the, the style of the framing to understand how can we lift this thing back and can we put in new footings underneath it to hold it there. Often we can. Sometimes it needs to be completely rebuilt. It just depends on the porch. And I was thinking, too, is I never want to stain again. Yeah. Um, and the next time we will have probably a Zuri product or okay. something like that, whatever you guys would recommend. And what about a subfloor? I mean, it, it's. I think Andy and you have probably said, too, that that's not the most expensive part no. of the decking. So build it right. It is rare that we reuse a, an existing frame, primarily because it's just not – doesn't save much money. It takes so much time to – you know, think of how many screws are in your old cedar oh, yeah. boards to take every one of those out. As soon as you try to take that screw out, the head breaks off the screw, That's right. right? And then oh, you're, now you're oh boy. now you're cutting every screw off at the flush, with, and then so and then you get done with it, and you buy this expensive decking and put it on that old frame, and it's kitty wampus, and so it just really 
rarely makes sense to salvage a frame unless it was just recently done. We also like to put the joists closer together than 16 inches. More stability. Most decks are framed at 16 or 24 inch center, so synthetic decking has a little bit of flex to it when you walk on it with a joist that's at 16 inch center. So we like to frame the decks with 12 inch centers also, so that's another reason we typically just put in a new frame. Now, I don't know if this uh, job is for Jesse Treble. We were talking about that 1915 home, yep. the process. How would you level out that porch I mean, physically? I want to see how that's done. Well, if it has a block wall foundation and a real footing, uh, a lot of times what they do is they dig out next to the footing. They put down a helical pier next to the ah. footing. They put a plate, an angled plate that actually grafts onto the corner of that footing, and they screw that a screw pile, it's called, into the ground, and it lifts it right mm. back up like putting a stilt under that. Uh, Pretty slick. Yeah. They're, they're able to bring churches right out of the ground, buildings right out of the ground. They just spin those screws, and it, and it forces the building up, and it holds it there. So that, that's how you would do a traditional footing raising. There was a comment uh, about uh, the building a deck without stairs, and Texas says, we had our deck rebuilt without stairs. We no longer have raccoons, possums, mice, et cetera. <laughs> On our deck, yeah. so that's a real positive. A lot of people just don't think about it, yeah. and, and, and sometimes it's a it's an easy way to get the cost of the deck down, but also it may even function better. Uh, now, sometimes you don't have a staircase out the back, and you have to walk around the house to get to the that's backyard. It, it just makes sense to have it, but sometimes it doesn't make sense, and and so. Uh, with young children sometimes. People want to be able to open up the patio door and let their kids out yeah. on the deck, and they just soon them not be able to get down the stairs or fall down the stairs. So there's a lot of situations where it makes sense just to build a, build a deck without steps. And a texter wants to know, building a new deck, what decking and rails would you use? What would I use? Yeah. Well, if, I want, if, I, if, uh, if money is no option, I'd use uh, Zuri, okay? I think it's the top of the line. It's the most durable, and it looks most natural. I like natural-looking products. So Zuri's my favorite decking. I like railings made by a company called Fortress. Fortress is a, is mm. a great is a quality rail system. It's a welded rail system. Most of these decking manufacturers make railings. Your Trex, your Azek, all these companies right. make railings, and they're nice. The downside to them, though, is they come in a box and a kit, and they get assembled, so they're just not as – they don't have the rigidity of a of compared to a welded system. So It's great to see you, Luke. Thanks very much for coming in. Good and to be here. Watch those detours as you head back. Yeah, out, you? I'll have to find a new way home. And don't forget, uh, next week we'll be at uh, doing our show from the Minnesota State Fair. Right now in the Twin Cities, I uh, might see a little sunshine. Our temperature reading, 71 degrees real estate next hour.